Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about just some random stuff. So let's get into it. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live, episode 63 today. I'm going to try and do something different today because I feel like a lot of my episodes are very structured in the way that they are, the way that they come about, the way that they're produced. I, I structure them very specifically because I want to hone in on something and I want you guys, and I really want to send it home so it hits um, as many people as it can. So when I when I produce an episode I really try to focus in on something. And today I just kind of I wanted to talk, you know. I just wanted to be able to talk to you guys one on one and just leave all the structure shit kind of behind and and just talk a little bit about everything. Um it's probably not going to be that long of an episode because it's my first one, so it's probably going to be a little rough, but hope you guys bear with me. I've been watching a lot of um, shows lately that j just really, they really hone in on something. They hone in on a craft, or they hone in on making the human body to go to its peak performance, and all these things, you know, and... I just really started thinking about my life. Now, I don't know. I think that retrospect and I think dissecting your own life is healthy because without that, we don't really understand where we really are and where we truly want to be. And for me, I didn't. I don't know. I don't think I've ever really given it this kind of perspective before. I've never had this perspective on my life before. And I don't know if it's because I'm turning 37 this year and you know, we're another year before I've hit any goal that I've ever set as far as uh with the business and with this podcast. But it could be you know, maybe I'm not as far along with my mom's passing as I thought. Maybe this is part of, I don't know, the seven stages of grief somewhere in there. But I've just given my life, I've been giving my life some serious contemplation lately. Because we all want that, that sense of fulfillment, right? We all want that sense of joy. And I'm not saying that I lack joy in my life. I have lots of joy and happiness and you know I have great kids I have a great wife I have a lot of things and that's why I feel I feel weird I feel out of place I have a lot of things in my life um a lot of possessions a lot of I guess accommodations I've had accolades. I've I've served my country. I have um 
I don't know, you know, I've just done so many things that I feel like if I were to die tomorrow, people could look at it and be like, oh, you know, he lived a pretty damn good life. He did a lot of good things. But in spite of all these things that I've had, I just don't understand. Why I'm never fulfilled. I don't get where. At what point is this fulfillment supposed to be kicking in, you know? And I think about this. And I think about this a lot. Because I see all these people out there and they're doing freaking amazing things. They're doing great things. They're changing the world. They're changing themselves. Um, I was watching this show. It's called Craftsman. And there's only a few episodes. Otherwise, I'd have to subscribe to Discovery Plus or whatever the hell. And it's this old little old man living in Eureka, California. And he has this woodworking shop that he and his wife uh, co-own, I guess. She kind of does the, the back of the house stuff, you know billing and all that office and he's the the craftsman and when he started he talks about how he started this this woodworking shop 40 years ago over four decades ago and he said that he had no idea his wife and him had no idea about woodworking they had no idea about anything that had to do with craftsmanship and you know, through the journey, he learned how to become a master craftsman. And to hear the guy talk about his craft, to hear him talk about something that he's put his, his heart and soul, like you can tell that he's put passion behind it. Like there's heart, there's soul when he talks about creating pieces and when he's talking about the wood and he's talking about these ideas that come to him and, and how he always challenges himself to do these new things. And it really puts things into perspective for people, and especially me. Like, I don't think that I've ever done that. I was sitting with uh, one of my neighbors the other day, and I was talking to him. I had some extra wood left over because we had built a room in the garage for my mom when she got sick. And when she, since she passed, I, I ripped it down. So, then I get this genius idea, which, by the way, I'm going to let you guys know, I'm not a craftsman. Uh, I've been a mechanic for 20 years or so, but never really worked with wood. Kind of did a little bit of construction in, um, in my teen years, my late teen years. I had a class, but anyway, long story. So, I get this genius idea that I'm going to build this doghouse. I've got three huskies. They're a lot in the house. You know, it's just, they're a lot. So they need to be outside more. But unfortunately, the baby, he breaks out a lot. So if they had a house and they had a place that they can chill and relax and, and, and just be, so I get this idea. Well, needless to say, I've been fucking it up left, right, and sideways. And it's frustrating because as much as I like to grow personally, when it comes to my hands, I... I don't know, there's a certain level of pride that I have. Because I'm like, 
I'm a mechanic. Like, I do things with my hands. I was a Marine. I did shit with my hands. I'm a very, I'm that kind of person, you know? That's how I was brought up. And the fact that I am not good at this is frustrating, and it angers me. And um, so I asked my neighbor, I said, hey, man, like, do you want this wood? When I'm done with this doghouse, like, I'm fucking done. I'm not doing anything else. Um, My craftsman days are over. And he's like, why? And I was just like, dude, I'm just not good at this. It just... It's just not coming together. And everything I try, every time I try to make something square, every time I try to cut straight, like it just doesn't seem to be coming together. It seems to be going the other way every fucking time. And it's, I'm like, I'm done with it. And he's like, you know, you could do it. And I said, well, you should see what I do, what I've done so far. And he's just like, well, your problem is, is you just got to slow down. You have to take your time with it. You can't rush through this. It has to be it has to be something that you take precision and time with. And I jokingly, half heartedly said, like, oh, I've never done anything. I don't do that kind of shit. I always go full force and you know, we had a little chuckle about it. And what's interesting is that I never realized how how true that statement was. I don't think I've ever taken the time or the had taken the care to do something so well so I could sit back and just have this immense pride that I have I've completed something with everything that I've had and put everything on the line for it. Unfortunately, like, I feel I am a byproduct of half-assery. I've spent my life cutting corners, um, cheating. Cheating in a way, like, not like copying off of people, but like cheating as in cutting corners. <laughs> um, and it's like when you've spent your whole life being that person and you look back on the successes that people might see or people call successes and you know like in your heart that you didn't give it your fucking all. Like prime example, I talk about, I've talked about it before I think, but I don't really like when people come up to me and say, thank you for your service. It makes me incredibly uncomfortable. First of all, I don't like talking about my service. But second of all, a lot of my service, I only was in Iraq for eight months, eight and a half months, something like that. So my actual service was a very short period of time considering the time that I was in. And... For the majority of my time, I was figuring out how to cut corners and how to get away with things and how not to do things completely uh, completely right and how could I do it well enough before I could push it down the line because before it's somebody else's problem. You know what I mean? And when you spend your life like that and the most 
honorable things that you can call upon in your life that you have done. Like, there's no honor in that. There's no... There's no pride that you can have in a life led like that, you know? And I try to understand where this comes from. I try to understand why. Why I'm like this. Why I feel this way. And I don't know yet. I don't understand yet. But I will. And I will get there. I know that. And as I speak these words, I feel like they are very, they could be very relatable to people. I think a lot of people can feel like this, that they've gone their whole life and they don't feel like they've had passion or that they've had this unwielding desire to do something and make a change and be a change for something or somebody, you know? And... It's a hard it, it's a hard reality to face, I think. Because that means you have to look at yourself and be like, "Wow, like you fucked up the first half of your life. You half-assed everything. You tried to get around things, you tried to be sneaky and conniving and But while it's hard, I think it's also good to be able to be that critic and to understand where you were and where you've been. Because until we understand where we've been, right? Like, how do we know what we're capable of? How do we know what things we need to improve on? I'm good at a lot of things. I will say that. I, and it's not to boast or brag. It's not to be... Um, this cocky asshole, but I am good at a lot of things. And people say, oh, you know, double down on what you're good at. But is that what you should do? If I go out and I, and if I go and I shoot a gun and I, whatever, or if I go and I pick up the guitar and I start playing something and people are like, oh, wow, you're so good. And I get good at the guitar. Like, is there fulfillment in that? Would you feel more, this is just like a general question, not just, you know, me speaking, but would you feel more fulfilled and more full of pride if you took something that you were shitty at and you fucking worked your ass off? And you worked and you worked and you became good at something. good So good that it's, it's admirable. People admire what you do. People admire the craft. They admire the skill. Having talent is easy. Having talent and being good at something, that's easy. Honing that craft, yeah, that takes time. That takes heart. It's difficult. But when you're already when you're already playing a hand of poker with a stack of chips, it's not really that big of a deal if you throw in the ante. But if you're on 
if you're on the last end and all you have left is the ante, I think that win is a lot bigger, don't you? And maybe that's my fault. Or maybe that's my where I'm at right now is that I've just never, ever... I've never felt like I've pushed myself to do anything. Anything worth anything. You know what I mean? Even when I was in... When, even when I joined the Marines, I did it out of spite because my older brother said I couldn't do it. It wasn't because I wanted to. It wasn't because I wanted to do something noble. or It wasn't because I wanted people to look at me and be like, oh, look at that fucking guy. He's a fucking Marine. He's a badass. No, I didn't give a shit about that. I want to prove my brother wrong. Because I don't like people telling me what I can't do. I feel like I've led most of my life through pride and ego. And I'm realizing now as I'm older that youth is wasted on the young. If I knew, man, if I knew what I know then, or if I knew what I know now back then, fuck, man, who knows where we'd be, right? Isn't that funny is as we get older, we realize how stupid we were and how much time we wasted as kids and as young adults. I mean, with everything, you waste time in bad careers, bad relationships, you waste time stroking your fucking own ego and protecting your pride, because heaven forbid, right? And as you get older, you realize that shit doesn't matter as much as you thought it did. It's not something that is worth fighting over or worth holding a grudge over or anger. It's not worth the feeling of emptiness when you don't pursue what you want to pursue because your ego won't let you be bad at something. Your pride can't take a hit to be shitty at something. I think what I want to leave you guys here with today and <laughs> I'm sorry if this episode's a, a Debbie Downer episode. It really wasn't intended to be, I swear to God. But if you guys take nothing from this episode, just take this one thing. Whatever you've wanted to try, whatever you've wanted to do, don't let your pride or your ego get in the way of it. You're going to fucking suck. Whatever you want to try, unless you are some savant that you had no idea you were, you're going to suck. It's going to be horrible. You're probably going to get laughed at. You're probably going to get uh, people telling you you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You should stop. Whatever that is, man. But if I've learned nothing in these past 36 years, is that the other people's opinions at the end of the day don't mean shit. Do what makes you happy. Do what's going to bring you joy and fulfillment. Everything else is cake. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, it's a little different. I may do them more um, with... I might start bringing people on. 
to just have these conversations, just these frank, generic conversations. Nothing really intentional about it, but just talking. So uh, maybe look forward to those in the future. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you.